Good morning. Welcome to Shabbos Pei Gimel, Shabbos page 83. We're continuing the discussions of Avodah Zarah and their possibility of transmitting Tumah. And what we say is that there's actually, a, in broad strokes, there's lots of discussions back and forth and details, but there's a debate between Rabbi Akiva and the Rabbanan. Rabbi Akiva says that when it comes to the Tumah of an Avodah Zarah, of an idol, which on a biblical level does not convey Tumah, it's only a rabbinic Tumah, which primarily compared to Nida, and we'll have rules of Nida, and the rabbis say it's actually primarily compared or learned out of a sheretz, out of a creepy, crawly creature. Um, the Gemara goes on and talks about different issues here. One of them is called um, Evan Misama. Evan Misama means if, let's say, you have a, uh, a, a stone or a rock on top of some sort of a structure, let's say like a tripod or something like that, and then the nida would be on top of that, and then underneath that, there would be some food. The question is, would the tumma be conveyed from the nida to the food? So when it comes to nida, the halacha is yes. And depending on the debate between Rabbi Kiva and the rabbis, would be a discussion of whether that would also be true about an avodah zara that would be on top of the eben misama. Um, the Gemara then goes on and says that when it comes to um, idols conveying tumma, it's not only the idols, it's also misham sheha. It's also like things that were used in the service of idols. And also, not only that, also nachri for nachri, even the idolaters themselves are also conveying tuma. Okay, the Gemara goes on and says that, um, the Gemara goes on that and talks about uh, Tumas uh, Hesit, which is also another form of carrying. And it also, it, it has this interesting idea. It talks about an Zara carrying a person and whether or not it conveys Tumah. The Gemara says, how is it possible for an Avodah Zara to carry a person? That's simply impossible. And the Gemara answers, yeah, there is a way, because sometimes Tumah could be conveyed if you're on a scale. Let's say you have a Zav on one side of the scale and then other things on the other side of the scale. So if the Zav weighs more and pushes the other things up, that would be considered Tumas Hesed. So same thing with Avodah Zara. If you have Avodah Zara on one side of the scale and other things on the other side will be pushed up, that would actually be uh, conveying of Tumas Hesed. Okay, the Gemara now asks, uh, constantly throughout the daf has the question of Rami Bar, of Rechama Barguria, which is, if you have an Avodah Zara that can be broken down into pieces, would it actually uh, convey Tumas? So we say, let's say you have an Avodah Zara which could be broken apart and put back together. Um, if a head yoke, if just any commoner without professional help could put it together, then it's considered basically together, and then it won't convey Tumah. But if you would need a professional to put it back together, maybe then we would say that it's considered really broken apart, and at least in that state, when it's not put together, it would actually not convey Tumah, and the Gemara take it doesn't know the answer to that question. Another question asked about the Tumah of Avodah Zara is what about Pachos Mikazais? What if it's less than a Kazayas? Less than an Alasai, a really tiny idol. And the Gemara even um, brings an actual historical example. There was something called a Zvov, or Baal Zvov, which is, literally translates as Lord of the Flies, as one of my uh, only participants pointed out. And actually, there's interesting history behind that. So um, if you have Baal Zvov, the Zvov idol, it was literally an idol that was, that was in the likeness of a, of a fly, or some say the tip of a male, of the male organ. And it was certainly less than a kazayas, and obviously it conveyed uh, tumah, because that's what the Avodah Zara was. Um, okay, so the Gemara then says, we, we, we actually have a pasuk from Yoshiahu, where what he did was, after he destroyed the idols, there was actually an Asherah in the temple. 
and Avodah Zarah tree, and he burned it, and then he took it, and he smashed it down, and he ground it down, and he actually poured the remnants of the, of the Asherah tree over the, over the people who actually worshipped it after they were killed. And what it says is, we learn from there that just as the, um, we learn from there that just as corpse is not Tameh less than the size of a Kazayas, so too will be the same thing with Avodazar, because Avodazar is compared to the corpse. Okay, then the Gemara asks a very interesting question. We, we say that there's a Tumah for Avodazar. In some ways, we compare it to Sharetz. In some ways, we compare it to Nida. In some ways, we com- compare it to a corpse, Tumah. But we do all of them Lakula. We find the leniencies of each of those three kinds of Tumahs, and we compare it to Avodazar, and we don't compare it to the Chumras, the stringencies of each. And the Gemara says, why is that the case? And the more answer is that since the whole Tumah of Avodazar is only Midrabban, it's only Rabbinic, therefore we only apply the Kulas of each example and not the Chumras. All right, then the next, next Mishnah talks about the idea that a sea in the boat, derived from the verse in Mishle. The verse in Mishle says that King Shalom says that I never know the path of the sea, of the boat in the sea, because it doesn't leave any tracks. And we learn from there that just as the sea itself doesn't convey Tumah, so too... Uh, cannot become Tumah, is not susceptible to Tumah, so too a boat is also not susceptible to Tumah. Um, the Gemara goes on at the end of the Daf to talk about saying that this halacha was taught in the base Medrash on a certain day, so you should never not go to the base Medrash, because maybe on that day they'll teach that halacha. And furthermore, the Gemara says, relating to Shuas, obviously, it's a good thread before Shuas, that it quotes the idea of Zosat Torah ki Adam ki Yamus ba'ol, that in order to study Torah, you have to be willing to die for Torah, the words of Torah will only be fulfilled if someone's willing to actually die for Torah. And that concludes Dafpe Gemot.